Lisa Calderon needs no introduction. You may think the Afro-Latina actress rise to stardom began after her viral videos on BuzzFeed's Pero Like and her most recent Netflix series, Hentified, but her career really began much earlier, off-Broadway. In 2020, Variety named Julissa a Latinx star to watch, and they were not wrong. She co-hosts a Netflix sketch comedy talk show, Go Off, on YouTube, and even launched her first product, the Manifest That Shit Journal, after literally manifesting her entire life. We talked about how comparing yourself to other women is pretty much useless, how letting her inner child guide her has helped her throughout her career, and the success mindset that lands her all the gigs, working 10,000 hours. First off, I am so excited to see you. I feel like every time that we talk, you continue to bring new achievements and new successes with you. So congratulations. Thank you. Oh, that's really sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah, I know. It, it feels like that, right? We're, we're like getting to know each other a través de other th things that continuously are keeping are happening. So I'm, I'm grateful. Yeah, yeah. And they will continue to happen as you continue to grow in your career and in the industry. So we are just excited that you're here with us on El ADN. Tell me a little bit more about Gentified. We love it. But what can we expect from you in this new season? Oh, in the new season, you're going to see Jessica in a different light. You're not going to see her as often as you saw her in the first season. But... When you do see her this season, you're gonna see her a little lighter, a little more laid back and not so aggressive and in her ways of her community. You get to kind of see a little bit, a little, a little different side of her and her just being Jessica and not just her being Jessica Ana's girlfriend. Mm. Do you think that you have a lot in common with her? I believe I do. I think I say that like all of the characters, mostly, and I don't know, I know a lot of actors don't say this, but I feel like for me, I look at every actor that I play, every character that I play, it's me. It's just in a different universe. And so I, that's, I hold on to that so that I can actually have empathy for the character and love for the character and not judge the character, you know? I think I'm an activist amongst my community. I, I, I try to empower my people and push for my people and my and la comunidad. So I think I relate to her in that sense. Jessica loves hard. I feel like I'm like that as well. I love hard. And I think that she's unapologetically herself. And she's like, this is who I am. And I ride for myself and I wear my hair like this and I'm a brown girl and I'm happy to be this Dominican activist and I think that's me I'm very strong-willed I'm very confident in the person that I am and I am unapologetically Julissa amen amen we'll also see you on Gloria Calderon's new Amazon series by yeah. the time that the podcast come out most likely it will already be out so just yeah. for a little bit of context we'll see you on Amazon we also see you constantly on Netflix digital platforms with go yeah. off we see you everywhere <laughs> it's amazing right I know from past conversations that we've had it wasn't always like that for you so how do you reconcile with the Julissa from before and the Julissa now? Oh, oh, I don't know if reconcile is the word, you know? I think that it's a journey, this whole thing. I talk about it, you know, I talk 
a lot about embracing the journey and loving the journey and enjoying the journey because it is that there i don't think there's like a final destination i think that like it's it's all about what's happening like right now today i am present i'm constantly just more in awe right that everything that i prayed for the things that i manifested the things that i always wanted they're here now i don't settle so i I'm praying now as much as I'm in gratitude of the position that I am in and all of these things that you have mentioned, I'm also like, I want more. <laughs> I want, I know that there's so many more levels to unlock. It's like a game. It's levels unlocking different levels of the game and in light of life. And so I know there's more of that, but right now I'm enjoying the space that I'm in and the things that I'm praying for now. I know that in a couple of years, I'm going to have those things as well. And I'm going to be like, oh, I prayed about that. Like a few years ago, I was praying about this and here we are. So I'm just so grateful for the journey. I try to stay present as much as I can because I know that things are here today, gone tomorrow. Mm, that is so true. One thing that has always resonated with me is the people that we surround ourselves with because I think we are a result or at least a direct result of the people Absolutely. that are around us. And I know that for you, those figures have been the woman in your life, your mom, your tias, Abuela Ronalda. So oh, tell me a little oh. bit more about, about them and what you've learned from them. Ooh, first of all, thank you. Oh, I love that you just mentioned my grandmother's name. Thank you. <laughs> oh, um, they have meant everything, right? I, without knowing these, the people around you teach you. And these women have taught me to be strong and to love and to, and that family is everything. And I think I carry that with me, right? Because look how you know my grandmother's name. <laughs> oh, and you're not the first person. And I talk a lot about my mom. And that's because I saw the, the, the woman that she was. And it allowed the little girl in me to say, I want to be a woman like her. I want to be, if I have kids, I want to be the best mom. Because I think my mom is the best mom. So I want to give that if I have kids. I want to be a guerrera like my grandma who came here to the United States in 1964. And all of us, and did what she had to do and built this matriarch for her for us I want that and so I strive only to kind of just make them proud because I don't know if I could ever live up to their shoes or fit in their shoes but I just know that I just want them to be proud of me and to say like that's my granddaughter and that's my daughter that's it that's all I'm sure that has happened already in a moment in which they've <laughs> said like I am so proud of you what was that moment for them my my mom constantly tells me how proud she is of me. It's like, I don't think that as a kid growing up, mommy me dio like mucho, like el amor de my mom growing up wasn't verbally, wasn't told with words, right? I always say that my love language is gifts because my mom would leave on a Saturday morning and I'd sleep until like noon. And by the time she came back, she had un arete, that she had a little shirt for me, that she had something for me. And she was like, Julissa, I saw this and it reminded me of you and I loved it, try it on. And so she taught me that that was her love. That's the way that she showed me how to love. But now as I'm older and I'm fending for myself, you know, she doesn't buy me things. Instead, she tells me that she's proud. And so recently, oh my God, I get emotional. But recently I was doing a podcast. I was doing something, uh, interview something. And so she, she tuned in and she was listening. 
And when we got off, when I got off, she called me and she, and it was on FaceTime. And so it's a little more emotional, right? Because you're seeing this person in front of you. And um, she was like, hi, mommy, I just want to tell you how, and then all of a sudden it's like waterworks, right? And she's like, I'm so proud of you. Like, you're so strong. And every time I hear you talking about the things that you had to do to get to where you were, like, I couldn't have imagined them. I wish I could have done more to give you. And I'm like, you did too much you did more than enough like and so we had this sh shared moment and this was only like um, two months ago I think it was very recent and um I think the biggest thing that I took away from that was the way that she spoke to me was like a woman it wasn't like her child anymore or the little Julissa you know it was like I see you as a woman and I am proud that you came of me. And I'm like, that's all you could ever talk. If you could talk to me like that and tell me that, wow. Like that makes me so happy because I say that, like I said, my mom was everything. My mom is everything to me. And so if she says, Julissa, I'm so proud of you and is crying and, and is emotionally and verbalizing how much she's proud, con lágrima and real, and I could see that she's like, I did this, man, that's the end for me. Like you did that, that's proud. I'll take that with me whenever. And every time I feel like maybe, you know, it's hard day because I have those. <laughs> I know people are like, do you have hard days? I'm like, I'm human. Of course I have hard days. Uh, but I know that I always have a smile on my face. That's just kind of like, that's my character, right? That's just who I am. I like to smile a lot. And so, but the days that I do have those hard days, things like that, I think of that. And then I'm like, it's all going to be all right. That's so nice to hear that you had that moment with your mom, because I think within Latino families, too, we're a little bit more like you said, we're not as expressive, perhaps. And it's sometimes hard to like get that from our parents. So it's it's awesome that you had that in that you have that in life. I think that my favorite part of, of your story is that you first landed in L.A. and you weren't booking anything, right? You just had like $300 and you were a waitress. And that's sort of like the story that we know of you, right? The Dominicanita who made it. So you went from that into the woman that you've become today. But I wonder, is there something that the media or just conversations in general have left outside of, of that story that you haven't sort of shared or that people do not know that you had to do in order to get to where you are today? You know, I, I constantly talk about, I think people constantly bring up the fact that we all got to know me, the world got to know me through social media and the videos that I used to put out, right? When I worked for BuzzFeed. But I think one of the things that people do not talk about or don't, or they start there and the journey didn't start there. The journey started back in Miami um, when I was doing Off-Broadway. I started in theater. And I don't think it's, it's like talked about enough because I don't think theater is respected as much as it should. This is where the thespians are born. And the love that I have for my craft is because of that. It's because I had to get out there every night and, and give it a show and be present and be authentic to whatever character I was playing because there was people right here in front of me who could have been like, I see through that, it's fake. And so I think we don't talk about that part. And it was, it was short-lived. It was only two years that I did that. But those two years taught me so much and they allowed me to appreciate 
the craft and to hone in on the craft. But yeah, I would think that that's one of the only things I feel like I'm, I'm kind of an open book. I usually share a lot of a lot of my story and the struggles and how it was really hard. It, it was hard getting here to LA and doing all the things that I've done. But I don't think I'm the only person. I think that this is this is kind of common for 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 dreaming big and wanting big things. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to have some sacrifices and you're gonna have to go through some stuff. But again, it's all a part of the journey. I think there's something that you mentioned earlier that I want to pick up on and it's that you've learned to become authentically yourself. I know that in in the past due to some family members you weren't as confident perhaps and now when you come into an audition for example the gente fight audition in which they literally wanted a Mexican woman you're not that and and you were not able to compromise not that you weren't able but you didn't compromise to yeah. fit into the role that they wanted you to be you said this is who I am, take me or leave me. What will you say it's the best advice that you can give someone that is not there yet, hasn't found their authentic self? Mm. Keep living. I think that from experiences of life is where we can find the authenticity in who we are. I know I've been through a lot of things in my life and all of those things have allowed me to be this person. And so keep living so that you could get the experience and then keep learning because learning is the biggest portion of it. You can go through the experience, but what do you take away from it? And so I think I, as I moved to LA, because I don't think I got this as I was a little younger before I got here, because this, this allowed me to be like more in solitude, right? Because I was away from my family. I didn't have my friends here. So it allowed me to actually depend on myself more and to really trust myself a lot more because I was like, okay, well, you're, this is all you got. This is all you got. You're all you got. So how do you, how do you maneuver in that world? And so learning from the experience that I had, the experiences that I had went through before and that I was going through in the present allowed me to be like, Oh, and have those sit downs with myself, right? And have those journaling moments where I was like, I learned this and I did this and this came up all of a sudden. So it's like a reflection of self. And the only way you get to be, again, your greatest self, your most authentic being is by knowing yourself. And the only way you know yourself is by learning. And the only way you learn is going through the experiences. So allow yourself to live. You talked about writing things down and we know that you have a journal. Yeah. You create it from like from scratch. Tell me a little bit more about first developing a product. Tell me a little bit about about that aspect in your life, but also what has manifested meant for you and in, in in your life. You know, first journaling has been my outlet. I've been journaling for years. I want to say like 11 years. I've been journaling for that many years and I saw what it did for me and how it allowed me to grow and it allowed me to, to collect my thoughts and to like read my thoughts over and be like, oh, I get it now. And then manifesting has been something that I've always said. I'm like, I'm manifesting my whole life. Like I said this and I would catch myself saying that I said, that I said this or that I wrote this down and I'm like, oh. And so I wanted to bring something to the community and to the people that have been on this journey with me and just for people who don't know me, right? I wanted to bring something out that was a reflection of me, but really me and not just like, oh, a shirt, 
oh, whatever. I'm like, no, no, what do I do that I know people would love to do and that it would actually help? And that was my journal, the Manifest That Shit journal. I, it was a thought. And I was like, I think I could do this, but how? <laughs> how do you even do this? Like you said, that wasn't my world, right? I, I, I don't know that stuff. And so I just started doing like deep dives and I started asking. And I think that's the biggest thing too. Like I want us to understand, and if anybody could take away and is listening right now, when you don't know something, ask. What, that's the, be- that like your community is here for a reason. Instagram, all these people that you follow on Instagram, because I follow people on Instagram that I don't know, but that we talk online, right? And I'm like, oh, they're my online friends. <laughs> I don't know them. So I, you ask people, hey, wh- how did you do this? I don't know. And, and you know, everybody's not going to share, but there will be those two, three or four or five gems that are like, hey, X, Y, Z. And you're like, yes, thank you so much. And you move with it. And so I hired... Um, a couple of people who knew what they were doing and who had been referred from another entrepreneur. And so I talked to them, I told them my idea and I sought out a lot of these women and most of the team that created this journal, actually it was four of us that came up with everything, but three of us were Dominican. The designer of the journal is the Dominican girl living in Dominican Republic. Um, The girl, the project manager, a Dominican woman, and then the person who solicited and everything, an American woman, but very much like this powerhouses of women. And they were like, how do we make this become a reality? Give us what your ideas are. How do we? And so everything that is written in the journal, I created, I wrote it myself. We were just put together as this team to kind of come make it alive, make it come alive. And how how the process works. It's hard. (laughs) Nobody told me it was going to be so hard. It was so hard. And it's still so hard, you know, like I'm looking at it right now. And the process was extremely difficult. I did it overseas. And so it was delayed. (laughs) like the entrepreneur life is not easy so when they told me it was going to get here it didn't get here and so then I had to talk to people and tell them oh my god I'm so sorry it's coming I promise I'm not lying I promise it's done I don't know I'm like trying to tell these people this and so it it, it was a learning it was an experience Mm -hmm. but it allowed me to grow just a little bit more just like every character that I play and every opportunity that I get I embraced it and I'm still figuring how to make this come into stores, right? I wanted to, the next time I talk to you, I want it to be in Target. Amen. Say it out loud. You have it in these many stores. Like I want that. And so this is just the start of, of this brand because for me, I consider myself a brand. I am not just an actress. Mm-hmm. I am, I am a lot of different things. I'm an actress. I am a activist i'm an entrepreneur i'm a daughter i'm a sister i'm a friend so i want to showcase this throughout everything and i want to show little girls out there and my peers we can do whatever the hell we want you just gotta work for it there's one thing that you mentioned that i think is a common denominator with a lot of the successful women that i've interviewed on el adn and it's that you found your people and that you're not afraid to ask for help. Juleika Lantigua, who I interviewed in the podcast, she said, you know, I always look for the smartest person in the room, connect with them so they can teach me what I need to learn. Absolutely. And then, you know, you exchange knowledge because what you don't know, I know and vice versa, which are some of the women that have been that for you in your path 
And how do you find women like that to connect with for the people who are listening? This can be for any other industry, right? The engineering industry, media industry, science industry, etc. Yeah, you know, what's really interesting. The, the two women that I actually rely on that have taught me so much, they're not they're not actresses. <laughs> These women are two entrepreneurs, two Dominican women, Ada Rojas and Carolina Contreras. These are two Dominican entrepreneur women who, um, who are just hustling and who are grinding and who are trying to figure it out. And so I think in the, I've heard Issa Rae say this and I love this. I think a lot of times when we try to network and we try to figure things out, we try to shoot up. Mm. Right? And we're like, how do I get that person to tell me, teach me this? But like, what about your peers? What about the people that are still at your same level? What do you mean? What do you think? That they don't know everything? They don't know things that you don't know? That's not true. I can give advice to one of my peers about something that maybe they don't know yet. And so I look to these two women, specifically, I look to Ada for how to create this journal, right? I was like, what do I do? How do I get there? Blah, 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 blah. And then when I talk about business and I talk about finances and I talk about my future goals, I go to Carolina Contreras because I feel like she's done it. She has two salons, one Dominican Republic, one here in New York that are big, that are known and have and has changed the, the hair community. And, and, and so I, I rely on these women because I know that they're going to, they're going to give me good advice, but I rely on these women because I know that they're coming from an authentic and honest place. And when they don't know, they're like, oh, I don't know, but I know this person. And I think that is what got me to say, I'm always going to them too, because if they don't know, they connect me with the person. And like, that's passing the baton back as we should. We, that's the only way we're going to grow and learn. I don't care. Victoria, after we finish this conversation, I hope that you go create a journal yourself. That's not going to be a problem for me. We should, we should have tens and thousands of, these of journals. And so those two women or of any business, right? Mm -hmm. So those two women specifically have showed me that there's room for all of us. And so I keep going back to them because I feel safe and they make me feel safe. And I hope that I could continue to do that for someone else. In a past interview, someone said that it's often sad because in the in the media industry, because we see so little representation in these spaces, we think that we need to compete against each other in order to be the only Latina, be the only Afro Latina, be the only one with the accent. Yeah. But in reality, we should be sort of like starting the movement to bring some more so it, we're not the only ones. And it's hard because I feel like women are nat naturally competitive and we've had to be competitive because of the industries that we are in. How do you remind yourself there's space for more and how do you not compare with the other women that are around you who are Latina, of course? You know what? I don't mind that I'm competitive. I don't mind that you're competitive. I don't mind that women are competitive. That's fine. You can be competitive as, as much as you want to be, but do you want to be catty? That's the difference. Because for me, a friendly competition is a beautiful thing. Like I was just talking about these two women, right? That, that I rely on and give me a lot of advice. One thing that we do is talk a lot about money. I'll be like, hey, so on this campaign, I made this. How much did you make? And a lot of people don't do that because they're nervous. And you're like, what is there to be nervous about? What you're you, I'm me. 
why can't we talk about this? That way you don't get gypped the next time. Or that way next time I'm like, oh, I know what to ask for because my friend got this. And so it's, it's, it's helping, it's moving in that direction. And so I feel like because we're, me and these women are so honest and I've seen that we can be, that's friendly competition. I'm like, oh, you made this? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Next, next month I'm making this. And they're like, yes, I love that. So there's nothing wrong with being competitive, but it's when the cattiness comes in. And for me, I think that I, you know what it is? I, and I'm not sure if this is the whole thing, but I was raised amongst boys, right? I was the only girl, all boys around me, seven boys all the time. And me. Oh, nah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot. <laughs> Which is why I'm always like, I'm like a little harder, you know, because of that. But I saw how those boys were in competition. And if one, and we were, and if we were playing baseball, if one hit a home run, they all went like this. So I think that taught me without me knowing, it taught me you could root for the next girl. There's nothing wrong with that. I also feel that the more that you love yourself and the more that you become you, you don't look at another woman as competition in a bad way because that person can never be you ever we are one of one i could i could go out for this i could rehearse a script and go out with my friend for the same role and we rehearse it the same way when i go in that room my voice is not the same and your voice is not the same so it could have just been that little thing that would have been like we're different and we're all oh, we're different there's enough room for all of us and so i preach this as much as i can because i've really realized i'm the girl that doesn't hate i don't i'm like nah man let's win i love i'm also a woman's woman because i grew up with so many boys i'm a girl's girl i'm like oh i love girls like i love that i love the conglomerate i love being being able to tell a girl that her dress is beautiful and that her makeup came out fire I'm that girl. I want that. I love that. I'll tell you where I got my clothes from. I'll tell you where I did my hair and nails. I don't mind. And I, I don't know if it, like I said, I don't know if it came from being in this boy background or just truly loving myself and knowing that I'm one of one and that no one can be me and I cannot be anyone else. Amen. Goes back to what you said at the beginning, finding yourself, because if, if you don't know who you are, then that's when you start comparing yeah That's and you're it. looking at that person and you're like oh but i wish that my i wish that my hair was like was was straighter and then that person's looking at you like i wish my hair was curlier you yeah. never know what's going on the grass like the saying the grass is greener that saying is real for a reason because we all want what we don't have exactly. <laughs> so as soon as you start embracing yours you're like you know what it's all good i think you have a habit of ten thousand hours 10,000 hours. Tell me more. What? How do you know this? <laughs> Why do you know all these things about me? <laughs> um, I say that, I say that a lot. Yeah, I said that. I said that if, when you get your 10,000 hours, that's when everything starts unfolding. But you got to put in the work and you got to put in the time. And that's the thing. A lot of people don't do that. They think, oh, here, boom, I, I did one thing and I got to go. And that's not how it works. And if it does come fast, it might leave fast. So I keep that at the forefront of my mind. So when I think I'm not where I need to be, I'm like, well, maybe you just still haven't completed your 10,000 hours. 
And I don't keep track of those hours, right? I don't know what it is, but that's just what I say. I'm like, well, you haven't got there yet. The 10,000 hours are not there. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. It's gonna, give, it's gonna be completed. It'll be completed one day. And maybe I'll know when I've arrived. Maybe I'll know. Maybe I'll know when I complete them. But right now, that's always what's at the forefront of my mind. And I say that a lot because I truly, I truly tell myself that I'm like, anything, anything goes like left. Or if I second guess myself because I'm human, I love to repeat that because people are like, would you say you're so this, you're so this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I'm also human. So I cry some days, I'm like, oh my God, my pareco fea. Or whatever, you know what I mean? Like just where I'm a human. And when I have those days of doubt, I literally tell myself 10,000 hours, girl, 10,000 hours. I think it also goes to show how sometimes, for example, people say, oh, I want to achieve this by 25 and this by 30 and this by 35. That's not a thing. Whose time frame is that? It's all. Why? <laughs> that is so real. We, I mean, listen, I used to do that. And now that I'm older, I'm like, that I wanted to have, be a successful actress with a fam, with a husband and kids by 25. I'm like, well, you surpassed 25 years old. And you, <laughs> you're still <Girl>, <laughs> so you, That whole idea, get it out. Get it out because you're then you're then you're having another battle. We already have battles every day. Why add another one to the list? For me, I'm like, no, yeah, whatever. It's gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. That when it's gonna happen, I don't know. But then I wouldn't say that I'm a true manifester if I am like thinking like that. If I'm thinking of like, well, what's going on? And I gotta put time frames on it and I gotta do this and this, then I'm not a true manifester because the true manifester writes it down, manifests it, writes it down and lets it go. And knowing that it's going to happen, we don't know when, but it is going to happen. And so you got to trust that. Julissa, is there something you haven't done yet that you want to do apart from the, from the target? Are you kidding? There's so many things I want to do. I, I want, when it comes to being an actress, right? I want to, I wanted to say executive producer, Julissa Calderon. I want to create a show for my people like and it's gonna happen you know we're, we're in the process of it it's gonna happen i want to also play a superhero um i want to be able to open up whether it's a school of theater or a ymca in miami i want to do that i want to do a lot of things <laughs> my list is ridiculous but that just tells me that that just tells me so many things about myself when I really look at all of the things that I that I think, right? It tells me that the little girl that had that imagination, whoo, just never let that little girl go because she imagined this, right? I have something, literally, I, I need to find it one day. Um, it's in my mom's home, but it's a book or a journal or something. And it's me and it's a project that I had in school and it's me as a little kid in a stick figure. And then behind me was my name in like a Broadway sign. And I wrote, I'm gonna have my name in lights when I get wow. And I was like eight or nine years old when I did this, maybe 10 at the most. That little girl had that imagination for a reason. So I can't let her die now. She's always in me and she's always thinking of more and dreaming big. And so I just say, it's just a, a matter of time of when and not, of, of, of when and not like, is it gonna happen? Because it's gonna happen, but everything takes its time. And I'm just building 
the 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 brand now i say we're putting the rocks together we're putting the the hardwood we're doing all of that it's foundation it's we're laying the foundation now but my biggest thing is i love that people are coming on this journey with me and i didn't know before because i always was saying at one point i'm not sure if you know this but at one point i didn't want to do videos when i first started i was like videos me i'm a a, i'm a broadway actress like what do you mean i'm videos And that's the way people got to know me and got to love me. And now people are on this journey with me and they're like, Julissa, I was following you since you started doing, since you started doing uh, videos and now you're on Netflix. And so I can't imagine them when they're like, oh my God, I've been with Julissa since she started doing these videos and now she has her own show. And now she's winning this Emmy. And now she built this school. And now I see her face in Target. Like, I want all of us to be a part of this. This is not me. This is way bigger than me. That sounds like a lot of interviews coming, Julissa, <laughs> to celebrate all these. Well, you always are going to get one, okay? Make sure you know that you always hey. get the interview. <laughs> Julissa, if you could tell your future self one thing, what would that be? Oh, I don't know. I'm so good. It's usually like your past self, right? If I could tell my future self, um, something is, hmm, you're doing great. You're doing great. Keep doing it. I know it's hard. I know it's a lot on your plate, but you're built for this and you prayed for all of this. You manifest that shit. Beyond <laughs> your work, how do you want to be remembered? Hmm. As an authentic woman who's true to herself, who loved on others, who dreamt really big and who's all about her family and community. That's it. I want to be the trailblazer. Like, I want that. I want people to be like- You are. Thank you. <laughs> you are. Excuse me. I want that. I want people to say that all the time. I want to say that. I want people to say that Jalisa's laugh and smile and the way she talks lit up a room. I want that all the time. Um, I'm, I, I know I'm, you know, I have my flaws and everything, but I, I sure hope that the things that I'm good at And the love that I give people and then the way that I have with people and the energy that I give surpasses my flaws. Um, and I just want little girls to be excited and, and to truly like how I look at women like Celia Cruz, I always talk about her because I'm just like, what a woman before her time. What a woman who was timeless. What a woman who, who put on, right, for her community and, and was really authentic to her. I hope that someone talks about me in years to come the way with the same passion that I talk about saying. Here are my top takeaways from our conversation. Number one, a friendly competition within your circle is motivation enough. Look at the next woman as inspiration, not as an obstacle in your path. Number two, the best advice often comes from people outside your industry. So keep an open mind to the thought process of others that are unrelated to your day to day. Number three, for lack of a better word, F the timeline. No, it'll happen when it needs to happen. Like Drake says, God's plan, baby. Thank you so much for listening. Gracias, mi gente. Be sure to follow, subscribe, and leave us a review. That's so helpful and exciting to us. If you learned something from this episode, share it with a friend. I'm sure they'll enjoy it as well. We drop new episodes every single Monday morning, but you can always find us on Instagram at El ADN Podcast. And before you leave, we want to hear your takeaways from today's guest. 
share with us via Instagram stories, and don't forget to tag El ADN Podcast in Victoria Leandra for a regram. See you next week. Hasta la próxima, familia. Bye.